That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant Voodoo track tires, TurboForce deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it. Introducing the SND Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Yo, yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast. This is episode number 33. I am, of course, MJ. I think from now on, I'm going to call myself Hardcore Jay. I, 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 I don't know. I'll think about it, but but I think I'm a little too hardcore for other for other types of people out there. But I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, once again, this is episode 33. I am Jay. I am back, and I am not alone. I am... Got a special co-host with me tonight. You've heard him before. He's back at it. My main man, Izzy Israel. Brother, what's going on? Welcome back. <laughs> Hardcore J. ECW J, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Everything's good, man. I cannot complain. I will not lie to you. I am out of the loop when it comes to the world of wrestling, but that's what I have you for, so let's do this. That's right. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, for those for those newer viewers, newer listeners, you can't see it at the see me at the moment. But uh, for newer listeners out there, a little brief history lesson. Izzy and I have known each other since 1995, and we've been avid wrestling fans since before then. But met each other, and you know, all Izzy needs is a little refresher, and he's right, back on right, track. Right. So it's all Definitely. good. Uh, pretty much, we're gonna get into Monday Night Raw. We're gonna get into SmackDown Live. We're gonna get into some NXT. We're going to talk about other little tidbits of news here and there. And toward the end of the show, we're going to get into the UFC 227 card, which takes place tomorrow night. Main evented by uh, the rematch between Cody Garbrandt trying to get revenge on TJ Dillashaw to get his UFC title back. Co-main evented by the pound-for-pound best Demetrius Johnson going up against a very determined Henry Cejudo. So that's the two main events for tomorrow night's UFC card, which we, we we will get into later on in the show. Um, first off, little tidbits of news. Uh, our buddy Kane is the mayor of Knoxville, <laughs> Tennessee. He's legitimately corporate Kane, yo. <laughs> He's suited up yeah. and all that. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've. it's not the first time we've had politicians, uh, uh, former wrestlers who become politicians. Right, Obviously, right. the most famous one would probably have to be Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, who would have thought if if we didn't know that Kane later on in his career was, you know, we, we've all seen him like on the news here and there and stuff like that, talking politics. But uh, back in 1997, when we saw that big beast come out to the hell in the cell and tombstone the Undertaker, who would have thought 21 years later he'd be in office? Yeah, man. <laughs> crazy. Shout out to him, though. But, Congratulations. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would think. Him being in office now would 
be for sure retirement from WWE in I terms of so. in ring. Yeah, I mean, I if he more. retires now, obviously, you know, we would both agree that Kane is a Hall of Famer for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. easy first ballot. That's a, oh yeah, that's a sure one for sure. You figure with all the characters that he's had, he's literally consistently been in WWE since 1996. Yeah, you know, being uh, Isaac, Isaac Yankum. <laughs> and uh, the fake Diesel when Kevin Nash left, and then he really hit his stride with the whole uh, Undertaker's big little brother Kane gimmick. Yeah, which you know yep. is a legendary character, Attitude Era into corporate Attitude. Kane. He honestly, and I'm sure you would agree, I think he overstayed his welcome. <laughs> he sure did. He found the corporate Kane niche though. That wasn't that bad. It was a little cheesy at first, but you kind of got used to it. You know. Um, he he's a legend, man. He he was demented at one point. Like he was always like a deranged character, but he didn't speak. And then he had to use the the shit where he put it on his neck and he's talking like this. And... Uh, yeah, the voice box, yep. <laughs> right? And then you know he had like a comedic side to him when he was with Daniel Bryan. He was a tag champ with X Pac. I want to say yeah. he was with RVD. I might be wrong. I'm not sure. Yes. Right, so yes. he's done it all, man. I mean, multiple time champion. He cut his hair. He took off his wig. The, my biggest knock on him is the hair attached to the wig. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, yeah. the wig attached to the mask. That was always horrible. I think he would have looked way scarier if he would have just had the mask with the bald head. I think that would have looked dope. I don't know why they never tried it, but um, it was it was good, man. He was in a title picture for a while. I remember him in a triple threat match against. Goldberg and Triple H, like a random, you know, pay-per-view that he was in the title match for. And he's a legend, man. He's definitely a legend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and let's not forget that wonderful tag title reign he had with the Hurricane at oh. one point. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. What's that, he's, fourth he's, team? That's crazy. Huh? That's like his fourth different team. No. Yeah, and Big right. Show. Oh, my. Five different te- teams that he won a tag title with? That's crazy. And let's not forget the Brothers of Destruction with his brother, The Undertaker. So that's six <laughs> different title tagged, di- six different teams with a, that won the title with him in it. That's, oh yeah, that's Hall of oh, Fame yeah. worthy by itself. Yeah, definitely. If you really actually look at it, he's probably one of the better tag team wrestlers out there that's for someone crazy. that size. You know what I mean? Nah, and and the thing is. I think they actually WWE actually liked that corporate king gimmick so much they mm-hmm. gave it to Baron Corbin. Oh no! Don't ugh. I saw Extreme Rules and I was like, "Who is this?" I don't know who. I didn't know who it was. If I didn't see the name, he's such a piece of shit, man. He's he's terrible, yo. I feel Come on, bad. You know for he's him. your modern day favorite. I feel bad for him, man. He got the baldy and he's in slacks now. I feel bad for Finn Balor that he they made him wrestle oh. that bum. Oh man, and he lost. So <laughs> Baron bad. Corbin beat Finn Balor. <laughs> That's crazy, yo. But, yeah, uh, Baron Corbin. Oof. But yeah, yeah, man, salute to Kane. Definitely first ballot Hall of Famer, and you know, hopefully, he has a good second half of his career. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, f- from what I heard, he he won by a decent margin too. He he knows what he's talking about, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, funny story, my sister-in-law, who lives in Tennessee, <laughs> he is her mayor. So that's pretty dope. She, she hey, <laughs> Adita, if you hear this, set up a meet and greet. That'll be awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, on a Saturday note, uh, this past weekend was pretty rough for the 
the professional wrestling we got a lot of deaths that happened in in, in a matter of days after each other uh, for for older for older fans uh who would remember Brickhouse brown that was before my time um yeah I don't know. and de- you know definitely before our time but uh, i've seen videos of Brickhouse brown he wrestled in memphis and lawler's territory and other other parts of the u.s and you know apparently he was a decent sized deal back in the day so rest in peace to Brickhouse brown um nikolai volkov is someone we obviously both know mm-hmm. but is also kind of before our time too um his heyday was in the mid to late 70s early 80s the first whiff i got of nikolai volkov is when he was with that other russian dude boris zukov and they were the bolsheviks back in the 90s mm-hmm. um i mean the biggest highlight from that particular team because they were jobbers at that point was when they lost the heart foundation in like five seconds at wrestlemania six um <laughs> But um, obviously, I mean, Nikolai Volkov is a legendary character, former tag champ with the Iron Sheik, um, always sang the Russian national anthem, the Russian national anthem in the ring to get heat. And, uh, you know, yeah, he died at 70 years old of, they say, natural causes, even though 70 is still kind of young. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know if you have any memories of Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> <laughs> None whatsoever, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he was definitely, you know, his prime was before our time also. So, uh, I mean, you know, rest was, in peace you know, to Nikolai Hogan, Hogan, I guess you associate him with Hogan and the Iron Sheik. That's really, that's yeah. really mm-hmm. it, you know? But as far as, yeah. nah. But yeah, yeah, a little, a little, a little trivia thing. Uh, Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov defeated Barry Windham and IRS at wow. WrestleMania to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Crazy. <laughs> well, Mike Rotundo, not yeah, IRS yeah. at the time. But <laughs> um, so yeah, and obviously the one Izzy and I would probably most relate to because this guy was a stable, you know, not I mean he wasn't like main event, but he was a big name in the attitude era into the early two thousands. Yeah. Uh obviously he's the son of Jerry the King Lawler, uh Brian Christopher, aka Brian Lawler, Grandmaster Sex A, whatever you want to call him. Uh, dies from complications of an, of a attempted suicide in his jail cell. Uh, dies at the age of 46, which is way too young. But uh, obviously, he had a lot of problems. Um, so, is you have any any memories of uh, Brian Christopher? I remember when he first came. Well, I don't know if it was his first. Like when I was introduced to him in wrestling, he had on the green like leopard spotted tights, and he had on the green vest. Wait, what was he? Yeah. Was he too sexy, Brian Christopher, was, or something was, like that? He was, he was. He was too sexy. Yeah. And he was mm-hmm. always laughing, and his character was real arrogant. He was a heel, but he could really go. Like he could really wrestle. I thought that he was gonna have a decent push. I don't quite remember how far that went, but I honestly do still think I still have that toy somewhere. <laughs> my dad has it because he has like all my old wrestling toys, and he's given them to my nephew. So I think that's yeah. somewhere in the, with the green vest and the green tights and the, the, the black knee pads, which is important. You got to wrestle with knee pads. But, um, yes. Cody Rhodes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like my first um, intro to him. I thought he was going to be good. I liked that he could wrestle. If I'm not mistaken, maybe his move, it, it was definitely something from the turnbuckle. Um, yeah, it was a, a leg drop. Right, right, right. So I was like, okay, this dude is cool. And then I don't know what happened. He kind of disappeared and then... He came back with, you know, Rikishi, and they, they, that was a big deal. They were a big deal, him and Scotty Tuhati. 
Um, yeah. He had dreads. Or, I, I, I'm assuming that was a wig. Um, <laughs> I think so, too. He didn't have that long hair. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. There's no way he grew that in, you know, that quick. But um, they were fun. They they were one of the first. They were kind. They were kind of. They didn't speak as much, but they kind of were new day ish with their crowd interaction. You know, three dudes yeah, dancing. Ab- absolutely. They kind of. You know, the first team that I could really remember. I mean, the Bushwhackers interacted a little bit when they licked the fans, whatever. But these dudes had people dancing, and they had like a really big intro. The whole and even when they won matches, it was even bigger deal. They all they were dancing like crazy. Um, yeah, they'll do like their own electric slide. Right, 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 right. And this dude would do the worm and stuff. So they were good. Yeah. They were good, man. They were fun, especially for us at the time. We were kids, you know. Um, I, I I wish that he would have got a, a bigger push in his solo heel career, though. I thought that character would have been... Maybe in this era, he would have done a better... Like, it would have suited him better because there was too many oh, sharks yeah. back then. Like, it, he probably got swallowed in, you know, it was too competitive back then. But I think right now, he, you know, think of a Tyler Breeze type of guy. Like, not, not as flamboyant, but that was kind of his MO, that he was better than you and he's sexy and all this shit. But um, he was cool, man. He could definitely go. He's like a stocky dude, but he was athletic. He was good, man. It sucks, man. I feel for Jerry. Yeah, I think Brian Christopher would have done very well in NXT right now. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, yeah, to, to piggyback off you said of what you said when we first saw him. Uh, yeah, I first saw him, and later on, obviously, through videos, did my research on him and saw old videos of him in Memphis and all that stuff. But, um, like, I, I got introduced to him the same way you did, and that was during WWE's introduction to the lightweights that, were, that they were bringing in. They were doing uh, light heavyweights, and uh, they had a light heavyweight tournament, which was won by Taka Michinoku at the time. And... Uh, Taka and, and Brian Christopher were the main two that were feuding with each other. And they were having great matches on Raw and 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 and, and Shotgun Saturday Night, if you remember that. And Man, um, like Live what was that show called Live Wire or something? Yeah, they had Live Wire, Superstars, they had all those shows Velocity. back then. Yep, yep. And Brian Christopher, yeah, he, he was really, really talented in the ring. Uh, the crowd used to shit on him by calling him Jerry's kid, and they kept denying that they were father and son. But they, but yet they would jump people together, and you know, they just saw it as coincidental. But um, but yeah, man, Brian Christopher was very, very good in the ring, and later on he uh, became a tag team uh, with Scott Too Hot Taylor, who later on became Scotty Too Hotty. They were known as Too Much, and they wore like the same kind of outfit that Izzy just described with the whole leopard print and mm-hmm. different colors and stuff like that. Then when Rikishi was brought in from uh, Memphis, because Rikishi obviously was fought too, part of the head shrinkers and all this other stuff, but they sent him to Memphis to, to re revitalize himself, to get a fresh start. And he came back as Rikishi. And then that's when they formed too cool. And they were, you know, former tag champs, you know, a big part of the attitude era and stuff like that. Then, you know, uh, Brian Christopher got his demons got the better of him. WWE fired him after finding drug paraphernalia, you know, in him. He got arrested and all that stuff. Right. So that was when the problems really started happening for him. Uh, he went to TNA for a short period of time in the beginning, you know, uh, teaming with Jeff Jarrett and then being a heel there, and then that didn't last long either. Then he just got into a lot of problems, man. Uh, he had, WWE actually brought uh, Too Cool back. For the inaugural NXT Tag Team Championship Tournament, but they lost to the Ascension. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, 
you know, Brian's life has been a, a roller coaster ever since, and mm-hmm. it, it, it met its unfortunate end last weekend. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, what can you do? You know, the, sure. it's like when Ric Flair's son Reed died. It was like, you know, these these kids of of wrestlers. I guess they feel if they can't fill those legendary shoes, mm-hmm. that there's that there's no meaning to life, and it sucks. Right, right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Instead of making their own niche for themselves and being okay. You know, it's if you're the son of Dusty Rhodes, if you're the son of Ric Flair, if you're the son of Jerry Lawler, that's it's going to take a lot for you to pass that legacy. Look at Curtis Axel. I mean, him and Bo are the tag champs right now. But if you if you were to look at Curtis Axel when he first came in, he's been in WWE for like a decade already. He has been. Yeah, you know I mean, and and is Curtis Axel anywhere near his daddy status? Never. No way. You know what I mean. But it happens that way. You know what I mean? Uh, it's very hard to fill those shoes of a legendary parent mm-hmm. in terms of any profession, let alone something like this where you can be famous out of it. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, but, you know, rest in peace to Brian Lawler. You know, uh, condolences to Jerry and the family. Um, <laughs> did you hear what New Jack said about this? <laughs> nah, man. I can't uh, imagine uh, it was something. <laughs> Something good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, apparently a little history behind this. New Jack worked for uh, Jerry Lawler back in the day in Memphis in the early 90s. And he felt that Lawler treated him, you know, uh, racially and was racist toward him and didn't treat him well. Mm -hmm. So he has never really had love for Jerry. And and, in the nicest way, I can say in a New Jack way. Um, So he tweeted now that your son is dead, why don't you join him and kill yourself too? Ah, uh, come on, guy. Something like that. <laughs> He's doing too much. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. He's <laughs> doing too much, guy. <laughs> yeah, he hates Jerry Lawler. So right. he, I mean, but damn, bro. Right, I mean, right, right. Uh, and, and apparently Sabu kind of chimed in and, and agreed with him. And it was uh, like, uh, you know. I don't know what type of guy Jerry Lawler is right. on the outside, and right. I don't know how he's treated other wrestlers, but holy shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a time and place, guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my That's God. I mean, I mean, we all know New Jack is pretty much an evil bastard. We, we, we know yeah, this. <laughs> That's why he never was never in WWE, man. He's crazy. He had he's a chance, too, but then, they, but then they, they, they backed off of it. <laughs> I don't blame him, shit. Because uh, I don't know if you remember this, but when John Cena back in the day was feuding with Carlito, mm-hmm. um, apparently they did a storyline where John Cena was jumped in a club and like got jigged. Like they, they tried to say like he got stabbed or something. <laughs> they shamed and, um, <laughs> of course. So so that that guy who was supposed to team with Carlito that jumped him in the club was supposed That's to be New Jack. Jack. That's crazy. Can you imagine New Jack in the WWE nope. back in like 03 feuding nope. with John Cena? Nope. What the hell? Nope. <laughs> Not at all. He would have probably tried to stab Vince. He probably would have tried to stab somebody, that's for sure. That dude is out of his <laughs> mind, man. Yeah, he's insane. But, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so a, a lot of wrestling deaths over the weekend. Rest in peace to all those guys. Um, now, <laughs> Big Cass is, is going to make his return to, to wrestling ever since getting let go from WWE a, while, a little while back. And you want to know what his name is going to be? Hmm. Kaz with two Zs instead of two Ss. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I guess that that's his way of uh, getting out of the getting a cease and desist from WWE and still keeping his name. Uh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh man, big Kaz. <laughs> big Kaz. Kaz. Is yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't miss Kaz. Uh, no. <laughs> but um, I mean. He was okay. He wasn't horrible. He wasn't the shits. He had a good no, match with Daniel Bryan. He's last better than night. Baron Corbin. Oh, he's way better than Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin is horrible. <sighs> the worst. So I, I don't know, Iz, if you heard about this, but uh, we have an all women's pay per view coming up in October. I did hear that. I did hear that. I don't know how I feel about it, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it. It's not even a sexist thing. It's just a quality of match thing that. Gets you know what I'm saying because they have really good wrestlers and then the rest of the roster is like they're not that good, man. Yep. And 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 just to point it out there, if there's anything we are here at the Jays Weekend Wrestling Podcast, is sexist. <laughs> I am not. I am far from a sexist. Just throwing that out there. No, no, right? absolutely. I don't mind. You know what I'm saying. I could watch Bailey go all day. I could watch Charlotte all day. I could watch Oscar go all day. I, I enjoyed the hell out of that May Young classic, whatever that shit was called. Yeah. But um, those girls, even were, even if they have wedgies, just throwing it out. Right, right, right. Wedgie or not, those girls were you know going for a contract. They weren't established, so they were given the best match they could and they were legit wrestlers a lot of a lot of these oh, yeah. girls they had you know they just they've been training for a while they didn't come in with the skill you know so the matches can be shit so in all, all pay-per-view with girls i hope i hope they stack the deck with the best the best of the best and that, oh, yeah. I, i'd say the same thing if it was a all it, it doesn't matter if it was an all-male card it would it doesn't matter if if it's shit wrestling it's shit wrestling male or female Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I need to see, like, Ronda and Charlotte or freaking, you know, uh, those ru- there's still rumors, and I think it, they'll still do this before the pay-per-view comes around. I still think they're going to make women's tag team titles. Hey, I've been um, saying that for a while. They which, should. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you Not for nothing, uh, just to throw it out there, you've been saying that for, like, the past five years. <laughs> Yo, that's, I've been saying that shit forever, man. I, I should have patented that crap. <laughs> so i mean I, I think it's definitely a reality with all the girls that they have on nxt wwe um the girls that they're gonna bring in they're bringing back the may young classic and uh, uh the, the the finals of the may young classic will be at this women's uh pay-per-view um some of the names they already they're bringing back caitlin you remember caitlin from a couple of years back oh yeah, yeah definitely. they're bringing her back for this tournament uh, they're bringing in some girls who were on Impact and TNA. Some of those girls are coming into this tournament. Uh, they're bringing in the next Japanese women superstar, uh, Yoshirai, from uh, the same company that we got Kairi Sane and, and and Asuka, and she's like the next big thing. They're gonna bring her in too. Um, they got a bunch of other girls coming in. Some of them from the from the previous tournament are gonna be a part of it. Um, and you know, uh, the women uh, apparently are on a are on a roll right now. So. Like you said, we don't want, you know, Alicia Fox has been back on the show lately, and I'm no good. disrespect to her, but uh, I'll pass. I mean, I don't want. I'll pass. I don't want, yeah, yeah, I'll pass. I don't yeah. want Brie Bella. Like, I don't want none of that shit. A natty. I don't want none of that shit. She's that terrible. Listen, man, don't don't be surprised if those twins are on this show. Don't be surprised. <laughs> oh, speaking of the twins, 
John Cena and Nikki Bella are officially done. That's a wrap, huh? <laughs> and supposedly she left him. How funny is that? Yeah, at least she woke up. That nigga, that dude was, he was <laughs> crazy on, on Total Divas, man. He was, I'm surprised she didn't walk away sooner. She's stupid, that's why. It, the fact that it took her this long, uh, you know, shit. I mean, I understand. He's the face of the company. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay on that, you know, bandwagon right, as much right, as you right. can, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but damn, girl. You know, what I mean, she's not. I mean, she's not old. She's like my age or a year older. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, those twins are those twins are not you know past their prime yet. You know what I mean? No, so, no. you know, and you know, she's hot. Come on, she can get somebody else. You know, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Dol- I'm sure Dolph Ziggler will be will be right there waiting. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, man. So yeah, I mean, I- I'm happy about this uh women all women's pay per view. Like you said, I hope they do it right. You know, uh, if, you know, I guess if they want to go full board with it, you can have like all women commentary and all, you know, women interviewers and, right, and right. announcers and all that shit. But I mean, let's see how it goes. Uh, it's That's going to be in October. So let's see how they do to build it up. Um, the SummerSlam is coming up in a few weeks. I'm excited about that. Um, obviously, SummerSlam, one of the big four, one of our favorite pay-per-views and pretty much the card is already intact. From uh, from what I know, uh, uh, the main event is uh, Izzy's all time favorite feud <laughs> that's been going on for the past couple of years: Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. For real? Um, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it, it's back. Yeah, I um, could not watch wrestling for six months, and I, you ask me what the main event is for a major pay per view. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I picked that one and be right. That's terrible. <laughs> well, the, here's here's the here's the horrible booking and sad part of it. Um, at, at, at the last pay-per-view. Didn't he, they lose Roman, to them? They, Didn't he lose to Lashley? He lost to Lashley, okay? Clean. Lashley speared him and pinned him in the ring. Right, I saw that. Is Lashley the number one contender? No. You know what we do? Let's do a tournament. Why? Uh, how does that make sense? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand that. Why? I don't get it. You don't think more people want to see big ass Bobby Lashley, another dude who's done MMA and, you know, WWE against big ass Brock Lesnar, a legitimate guy who you could say might be able to beat him in and outside of the ring. Like you could do so much more than Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar for the 30th time. I don't understand it. Who's 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 behind this decision? Because it's clear. Uh, I hope it's not Heyman because I know he's writing. Um, but uh, <laughs> but I mean, I would think it'd be Vince. Vince obviously still has the love Jones for Roman Reigns, and they actually finally, finally got what they wanted. And and I hate it because now they have no reason to turn it the other way. Like when we get into Raw, they actually finally got the crowd to chant, "We want Roman, we want Roman." Oh, now it's like, oh God, please no, please, That's because terrible. now. It doesn't. It, it's not going to make sense for them to turn him, because right. the fans are actually accepting the bullshit that they're giving them now. Right. And I was like, oh god, no. Uh, that's my nightmare for, for for Roman to be over with the fans in a good way, and then them not having to change him and him being John Cena 2.0. That that's my nightmare. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so Lashley beats Roman a couple of weeks back at the pay per view. Then they decide to do this mini heavyweight championship tournament. 
which in the finals, of course, is Lashley and Roman. And then Roman gets his win back, of course. Of course. Because, of course. So, uh, it's Roman and Brock in the main event. We have Braun Strowman going up against Kevin Owens. Whoever wins takes the briefcase, the money in the bank. Um, we have... We have Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss for the Women's Championship. Um, We have Carmella, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, The Bludgeon Brothers are awaiting the winner of uh, New Day in the Bar to see who faces them at SummerSlam. Uh, We have Shinsuke Nakamura defending the U.S. title against Jeff Hardy. Um... And there's a ton of other matches, but for some reason I'm blanking on them. So we'll get into that eventually. <laughs> um, so with that being said, let's get into Monday Night Raw from this past week. And uh, I know Izzy did not watch, but as I go through these results, I'm sure he's going to have an opinion. Um, so Constable Baron Corbin defeated Finn Balor. How do you feel about that, Izzy? <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for Finn, man. That's terrible. Constable? Yeah, he's he's the constable. <laughs> <laughs> so black. It's so terrible. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's, so, yeah. that's so whack. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, we have Alicia Fox defeating Natty, the two girls that we just spoke about two seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Um. And at the end of the match, Alicia Fox and Alexa Bliss beat up Ronda Rousey. Interesting. Uh, And next week, Ronda Rousey's first match on Monday Night Raw will be against Alicia Fox. Rest in peace, Alicia Fox. Um, (laughs) um, Elias did a, a little song. And Bobby Lashley did a duet with him. Lovely. What they're doing. Bobby Lashley. Um... Jinder Mahal defeated Braun Strowman by countout because he was distracted by Kevin Owens. Um, Apollo Crews defeated Akam of the Authors of Pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Seth Rollins defeated Drew McIntyre by disqualification because uh, Dolph Ziggler. There we go. We're going to have another rematch between Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler at SummerSlam. See, I'm getting it, getting it together. Um, the Revival defeated Woken Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Um, Sasha Banks and Bailey, who are now pretending to be best friends again. Uh, oh, yeah, they, 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 they had a bad falling out a few weeks back. They were kicking the shit out of each other. They went to counseling, and now they're all lovey-dovey best friends again. Um, I think that shit is going to change before that women's pay-per-view, and these two are going to end up wrestling on that pay-per-view. Um, and... Brock Lesnar was actually on this show. Uh, throughout the whole show, Kurt Angle was trying to get Paul Heyman to get Brock to come out. Even threatened Paul's job in the WWE if Brock doesn't come out to the ring. Brock decided to come out to the ring, not only F5 Kurt Angle, but beat up Paul Heyman as well. <laughs> Why he beat up Paul Heyman? <laughs> he was pissed off with Heyman, for, you know, because he kept bugging him all day. He'd rather not be there. He'd rather be home. So he got pissed off. And he F5 Kurt Angle. Baron Corbin was in the ring and he said, fuck it, and walked out. And then he grabbed Paul Heyman and he was he threw him to the ground and was choking him and stuff like that. 
trying to put the seeds in everybody's head that there's problems between Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar going into some, uh, SummerSlam. Um, I mean, my nightmare would be Paul Heyman joining Roman Reigns. Unless they're going to make Roman Reigns a, a very, yeah, yeah. very crazy heel, then I... Uh, I mean, Paul Heyman has turned on Brock before. We remember him joining with Big Show and Terrible. Kurt Angle back in the day. Um, but, uh, yeah, this whole Roman and Brock thing, ugh. I could have definitely it, dumped it out. <laughs> I'm over it. Yeah, I'm, at, I'm very over it. The show was all right. It wasn't, you know, the most amazing, but it was pretty good. On to SmackDown, where... Uh, Charlotte Flair did return to help Becky Lynch uh, while she got attacked by Carmella. The Bar defeated the Usos to make it to the finals of that tag team tournament. Um, Samoa Joe, who's facing AJ Styles for the WWE title at SummerSlam, um, sent a pretty crazy message to AJ, says he's going to choke him out. Shinsuke Nakamura and Randy Orton beat down Jeff Hardy. Uh, Zelina Vega was in a match with Lana. Interesting. Hmm. Um and Zelina Vega won that one after uh, Lana was distracted by not only Andrade Cien Almas, but uh, uh, helping Aiden English, who accidentally cost her the match. Then, in a match to determine whether Charlotte Flair joins the women's championship match at SummerSlam, she defeated champion Carmella by tap out due to the figure eight. So, I mean, all these shows is, is shaping up for SummerSlam. Um, you know, they're decent. They're not, you know, awe-inspiring. <laughs> but um, it's all right. Uh, so far, hearing the card, what do you think SummerSlam is looking like? It's solid, man. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's one of the four, so they always got to do it right. Um, sometimes they fail us. Actually, more often than not, they fail us. Oh, but, oh, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I... I I don't know if you're going to give predictions. I guess when the card comes closer, we could do something then. But um, I'll yeah. say this. I'll say this. If the pay-per-view ends the way I want it to end, and I don't mean that Brock is winning, if it ends the way I want it to end, then I'll be all right with it. I'll, I'll say that. Are you predicting a briefcase right. transaction? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I'm predicting some nice. legal transactions happening, and then we'll be all good. No. Now, a lot of people are, are, are thinking, instead of Braun, a lot of people are thinking KO. Does he have a briefcase? No, he's wrestling Braun for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, and did you see Kevin Owens' uh, Mick Foley moment at the last pay-per-view? <laughs> that, that I did see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got thrown off the top of the cage. <laughs> I did um, see that. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Now, a lot of people are having pretty much, for the Kevin Owens character, you know, because this ain't Kevin Steen we're worried about yet. But um, for the Kevin Owens character, a lot of people are, are seeing it as as Braun is, is the asshole here, even though Braun is technically the baby face <laughs> because he's he's bullying Kevin Owens. You know what I mean? <laughs> so a lot of people are seeing it as, you know, if this was any other situation, we would want Kevin Owens to get revenge on this clown. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. So a lot of people are saying maybe have Kevin sympathy. Owens beat Braun, get the briefcase, and then cash in on Roman with the help of Paul Heyman. Interesting. Yeah. 
But I don't know if it's going to turn out that way because, I mean, you take all this time building up Braun. Why would you not have Braun cash in? You know what I mean? But um, I don't know. Uh, it's it's an interesting scenario and something we can get more in detail when we get into our predictions in another another time, when the time comes. Right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's talk a little bit of NXT. Uh Unfortunately, for a lot of us who were excited to see Aleister Black at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, that looks like it's in serious jeopardy. Um, He got hurt uh, over the weekend or during the week. I think it was over the weekend um, in a match that he had with now new, I I don't know if you know about this, is new NXT champion Tommaso Ciampa. I did see that. Yeah. Yo, Tommaso Ciampa is probably the best that match was right now. Funny, yo, that match, I saw the match with him and the, the last one with this him and uh, Gargano. Gargano. That shit was good, man. It was it was good, man. They, they, <laughs> I like Tommaso, man. Hopefully he could. You know, I know he's a smaller guy, but hopefully they they do him, they do him justice in the in the big show. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't go to two hundred five live. Um. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, uh, Tommaso Ciampa gets nuclear heat, bro. Just he doesn't even have theme music, like, and and the whole crowd goes apeshit when he cut, when he gets out there. Uh, the dude, the dude's on another another level right now. You know what I mean? And I think uh, I don't know if Black lost the belt prior to getting injured, and maybe that's why he lost it, or 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 after he got injured, but. Um, yeah, it's looking like he won't be able to go at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, which would probably make the main event maybe being Ciampa and Gargano for the NXT title. So, I mean, either way, I, I mean, whether if it's a triple threat or if it's that, I'll be, I'll be fine. <laughs> right. You know, I, I love Alistair Black, but at the same time, the hottest feud going right now is, is Gargano and Ciampa, so... You know, I, I'm hoping Black can go, but uh, from the looks of it, you know, it's looking, it, it's in trouble. It's 50-50. Yeah. Um, so the other matches that are going down for NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, we got EC3 and the Velveteen Dream. That's, That's going to be one. good. That's a good one. We got, from the looks of it, we're going to have Adam Cole defending the North American Championship against Ricochet. That's a good one too. That might be better than SummerSlam, man. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's what it's looking like. For the tag team titles, we got uh the Undisputed Era going up against Mustache Mountain, um, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven, you know, the the that UK team. Right. That, right, uh, right, right. They ha- they hang around with the Bruiserweight Pete Dunn. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be a good match. And and I think uh, War Machine or War Raiders, wherever they're called now, uh, called out the winner. So I don't know if they're going to come out and just attack them and they make it a triple threat or I'm not sure what's going to happen there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was a – oh, we got Shayna Baszler defending the NXT women's title against Kyrie Sane. That's going to be a good match. Um, how long do you think before WWE just grabs Shayna Baszler? What do they do with her though? Do they have a feud against Ronda, or they have a co-sign with Ronda? Because you know that's Ronda's girl. So, like, yeah, honestly, I would book her against Ronda in the right. beginning immediately. Yeah, off the rip. 
Gotcha. Because the way, the way they make Ronda look is going to be like, who can hang with her in this roster? Right, right, why right. Not, right. Why not another MMA chick who just happens to know her inside and out? You know exactly. what I mean? Whoa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was sexist. That, that was very sexist. I apologize. <laughs> not. Um, it's a damn joke. Um <laughs> No, nah, it's would, my I, show. It books itself, man. <laughs> it, it definitely books itself. I would, I would do it that way for sure. Yeah, if anything, I would book it to where it's a jealousy thing, because you know Shayna Baszler's a MMA supposed. I mean, <sighs> you can call her a pioneer, I guess, because she did it before Ronda. She did it for years. Yeah, I mean, she was never a world. I don't remember her being a champion anywhere. No. Um, it, maybe in the lower leagues before, you know, because she she fought in Strike Force, she fought in UFC, she fought in Invicta, whatever, whatever she she fought at before. But uh, you know, they consider her a pioneer because she was one of the first ones. Um, but you know, and, and you know, they signed the other two, um, Jessamyn Duke and uh, Marina Shafir to wrestling contracts. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. mm. they're training. They're training in the performance center right now. Um, so eventually, you know, we're gonna have those four horsewomen eventually, right? So it's just a matter of, you know, in 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 storyline purposes, not one, not two, but what four women are gonna be able to hang with four mixed martial artists? <laughs> I mean, you gotta kind of have if you're gonna call them the four horsewomen, then Charlotte obviously has to take. Offense yeah. to that, and yep. you know, so and that, that's when you'll get Charlotte and Bailey and Sasha right, right, and right, Becky. Right, right. You know, a strong team: Charlotte, Oscar, Bailey, Sasha, or Charlotte, Nia Jax, Oscar. Yep. You know that's that three right there is pretty tough, and then whoever the hell you want, really at the fourth spot. But um. You can't like that's a, that's something that could go on for a couple pay per views, and you the the end of it, the climax of it, is that one of the major four, you know, four, you know, the four horsewomen thing. You could get Flair involved. You could do all types of shit. You yeah, and, and, the, and the and the funny thing is, I mean, you know, they're gonna do another women's Royal Rumble. Um, so that's gonna be an every year thing now. Yeah, you know that for sure. Right. Right. So. Right. You could bring in Shayna Baszler as a as a surprise entry in that women's Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. or or a lot of those chicks from NXT and, and or the tournament or whatever the case, like they did last year. And that's how you can introduce Shayna Baszler in the big time, and maybe her do a standoff with Ronda Rousey. And then right. while they're about to clock each other, then you have some of Charlotte's girls come in, and then they do a standoff. And you know, I mean, like you said, it writes itself, man. We we've been watching this so many years. I don't understand why they're know. so bad at it. Like, I don't understand. We do this shit in, in minutes, and they it's, <laughs> it's crazy, yo. But but I would think they would want to take Shayna soon because uh, I would love to see a feud with Kyrie Sane and and uh, Bianca Belair because that girl's stardom is, is, is going up quick. I'm a fan. I you like know what Bianca mean? Belair. Yeah, Bianca's really good. She is... She is a little tank, like she's diesel. Mm-hmm. She's cute, like she's not overly right, like right, right. muscular. That that she's ugly. You know what I mean? Right, she's a right, good looking right. girl. She's tight. You know, she's strong. She's fast. That hair whipping thing is crazy. <laughs> like like, and the dude, the, the chick is is crazy athletic. Yeah, yeah, she's a beast, man, for sure. 
and 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 I like her her husband, freaking Montez good, Ford, and, and the too. other guy, yeah, you know, Primetime Two Point You know what I mean? <laughs> Racist ass tag team. But yeah. <laughs> it is <laughs> fucking black guys called Crime Time. Come on, man. <laughs> they had fucking they, yo. They had um what super crazy and these dudes come down on a lawnmower. Oh my god, they were on lawnmowers. <laughs> oh my god, can can you imagine yeah, now sure, when they hired sure. they hired Juventud Guerrera? Psychosis and Super Crazy, who are Mexican legends. For those of y'all who just saw them as WWE jobbers back in the day, back then. And that's that they pushed Hoovy. Hoovy was Cruiserweight champion at the time. But, you know, can you imagine Vince McMahon brings these three guys in? He goes, crazy, man. You you know what we're going to do with you guys? You guys are going to wear landscaping uniforms. And you're going to rock down to the ring in lawnmowers. Yo, I could imagine that face. You can't get away with that now, bro. That shit, oh, no. that shit is no. amazing, yo. It was so unbelievable, crazy. bro. Outrageous, man. The shit these dudes did. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lawnmower, yo. It's insane. And, and 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 these guys, the 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 new crime time in in in, in uh, NXT, their name is not all that good either. Street profits. What is a street profit? <laughs> they them dudes on Harlem one two fifth that hate all the white people. <laughs> they the black Israelites. <laughs> what the fuck is a street profit? And the sad thing is, they're good. Like they're good. They are good, you know I mean? man. They are good. I don't like that they they're wrestle at- with headbands, but they're good, man. Yeah, the the, the headbands could the go. Headbands no, I, could go. I agree but. with that. <laughs> the street profits. Jesus Christ. Oh. Yeah, the names. The names that they come up with, man. That's rough, bro. Oh, That's man. The thing. Who who comes up with the names of they're these gimmicks? Horrible. Horrible. I, I hope it's not. I mean, I know the wrestlers have input, but shit. Street I would think profit. they didn't come up with that. Right. Street Profits? Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, no, man. That was a good laugh. Um, but yeah, I, but like, yeah I, I like Bianca. She's dope, man. She's really good. Yeah. And and, and they also, NXT also has Candice LeRae, who... Uh, okay. This past week in NXT on the NXT show because I know it's pre-recorded. Right. She wrestled. She wrestled a pretty damn good match with Shayna Baszler uh, toward the end, getting choked out. Um, but you know, they they have talent. They have no, a yeah, lot for of sure, good, for sure. good talent. Keith Lee is making his debut next week, so that okay. should be interesting. He's good. He's athletic, big as shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. So. You know, when once they start bringing in these these dudes from the indies, that's how you know a lot of those NXT guys are getting pushed up. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? By WrestleMania time, the night after all, we could be getting a Johnny Gargano, a Tommaso Ciampa, yep. Shane Baszler, uh, Alistair Black, Adam Cole. Can you imagine the night after Mania? You hear shock the system, and they they come out to the ring. I was like, dope, that'll man. be insane, bro. It, it, it's gonna come a point where it's got to be out with the old and then with the new man. Some of these kids, like why? Why waste time fucking making Baron Corbin constable? He sucks. Like, I don't understand that shit. You have so many guys on this NXT. Maybe it's because he has a contract, but isn't WWE kind of like 
They could just they're independent contractors, so they could get rid of them. Is isn't that whenever they want? Right. Why the why waste time on this? He it, it happened. You gave him a super push. He won the fucking briefcase, and he's he's, yep. he's shit. I, this is this is an example for a bunch of other wrestlers that are terrible too. You know, like I don't understand it's, why waste time. There's always going to be new guys in the indies that you could get. I could think of. You know, five dudes from Japan alone that I would love to see in WWE. Oh yeah, but it's like, why waste time and with Constable Bank? What do you think the fans are gonna think? Like, we obviously know there's a it's a terrible Kane ripoff. Like, it look it's just terrible. I don't. I, I really. This is more a knock on the on the the writing and whoever's in charge than than Baron Corbin. Even though Baron yeah. Corbin is ter- is terrible to me, he's terrible. But Constable Baron Corbin, he's got no chance. That's like Fandango being named after after an app, and his thing is that he's a fucking ballroom dancer. He's got no chance, bro. No chance. No chance. His biggest thing was that night that we left Raw, and everybody was singing the damn song, and they really did nothing with it. That was the biggest opportunity he could have had. You could have given him a belt right then and there. And seen what not the main belt, but a belt, some belt, yeah, I, I see title, right? Yeah, something, you know. and that shit could have rolled, you know, a couple months, and then he could have been like, you know what, screw this fandango shit, I'm so and so, and you know, I'm not a dancer, so I've taken me for a gimmick and been real dark, and then you know, his career changes. He because he can wrestle, it's not that he can't wrestle, but come on, bro, a dancing yeah. dude after a move named after a movie app, no chance, no chance. <laughs> It sucks. How about this? Gun to your head right now. Fandango or Disco Inferno? As a wrestler or as an overall character? Because Disco's... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> disco all day. There's no... There's no Disco... Glenn Gilberti. Yo, yo, Disco Inferno was good. <laughs> he bro. was good, man. You kidding me? He had the, <laughs> the fake stunner. He was dope, man. He was funny yeah, as disco hell. Disco Inferno. Disco Inferno <laughs> could wrestle, man. <laughs> He was good, man. He was he was he was one of the few guys that wasn't NWO or an old wrestler that actually had a following back then in WCW. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Constable, that shit is horrible. I mean, apparently WWE is interested in uh in uh Pentagon Junior and and Phoenix and like some of those luchadors that right, you right, know right. got famous off of Lucha Underground and they're in Impact right now and stuff like that. But I don't know what WWE would do with with a Pentagon Junior and and Phoenix right now. I, I don't know what they would do with them. Right. Right. Take take off their mask and make them do mariachi. I don't. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> but um. Yeah, man. Their character development and and the crazy shit is NXT is an enjoyable show, and, it is. and not just because it's one hour. It's because they got good shit. It's like. Crazy. You see, Raw is still three hours, which is a freaking, which is that's a big issue too. It's fucking yeah, I mean, on, a lot of movies aren't that long. I can't three hours, dog. Avengers wasn't three hours. That shit was two and change, and <laughs> and then it's three hours plus commercials. It's like it's, it's horrible. Yeah, it's rough, man. I'm sure more it's people a, watch it the Hulu way or the DVR way than anything else. Oh yeah, where you can fast it's, forward. It's too yeah, much, bro. It's too much. I, and, and I would think when SmackDown goes to Fox, uh, I would think they're probably going to put on a, a pretty good product. Right. The, the, Smack, the SmackDown show has been enjoyable, also, but uh, it's up and down. But um, Raw has been consistently rough. Like, <laughs> I can't. it's just been consistently rough. You know what I mean? Um, 
uh, I would love for like NXT to go to like FS1 or something. That would be pretty mm-hmm. cool. That'd but be cool. Uh, from what I heard, it's gonna just strictly stay on the network though. But um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. <laughs> WWE is interesting right now yeah. in terms of UFC is kind you know, of on fire right now though. Oh, it is, it man. Is Especially fine. with the news of you know they got McGregor and Khabib, you know, signed, sealed, and delivered for, for the most part. Hopefully, praying no one gets hurt before October. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're gonna be you know that storyline of you know uh, what, how did that start with a uh, Khabib messing with his homeboy Art Art what's Artem. his name Artem Yeah, because Artem he's Russian and he's but for some reason he is with. Uh, Connor's team in in wherever Dublin or wherever the fuck Connor he's Irish but and he yeah. was talking you know talking crazy about about Khabib that he's not a real man he's not a you know real fighter and obviously he rush Russians do Russian shit and Khabib took offense to that and kind of pressed him in in the he saw him in the in the hotel lobby kind of pressed him and then. I guess Connor came with his goons, but he waited until these guys were already on the bus, and you know yeah. there was a ton of security. It's a whole bunch of shit. But now they got to meet, and and we'll see, man. I, I don't, I don't see it going past the, the the third round. To be honest, I don't. I don't e- e- either direction, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, you know, if Connor wins, he's gonna have to knock him out. There's no way he's gonna be able to sustain five rounds with this dude. His his gas tank has always been shit. Um, you know, he's always been gassy. Uh, he gassed out against Chad Mendes. He's just lucky that Mendes, you know, gassed out first, I guess. Um, he, he looked like shit against Nate Diaz the first time. He punched himself out. And then in the second fight, he faded, you know, and then he gets a quick win against Eddie, um, which he looked amazing. And, and, that was and, amazing And the crazy shit about the second Diaz fight was I thought he Diaz won. statistically won the fight. Right. I thought he won. If it wasn't for the knock, the bullshit knockdowns. The, which I yeah. think Diaz was trying to pull guard, but it's it's Diaz's fault regardless. You don't you don't yeah, do you, you, you don't throw yourself right. on the ground. You like can't that. knock 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 uh, 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 McGregor for that. Um, but when where McGregor really did impress me was what he did to Eddie Alvarez. That shit I can't take nothing away from him. I mean, he looked phenomenal. He made, you know? he, he made Eddie he made Eddie look amateur looked, in that fight. Yeah, man, he made Eddie look real bad, timid. He just. Um, but I just don't I, I, I don't think this is the guy that you could talk to, talk all that shit to and you're going to get in his head, man. Khabib is a different type of dude. Um, nobody has looked when they, you know, he makes guys, top five guys, top three guys like Edson Barboza look like scrubs. You know, he just beat the shit out of Edson Barboza. And, you know, I, I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Unless he gets caught with something, which is a possibility, because McGregor can knock you out. He's proven that. He does have knockout power. I just don't. I just don't. I don't see it. I, I, I cannot wait until that, that fight happens. And then you can finally put this guy to rest, because it's just, I can't. I can't. I can't deal with him. He's good how for the sport, think, though. How much you think Dana's going to pay this dude to come back after that Mayweather? Oh, he's payment. making 20 mil minimum there's no way he's making less than 20 million dollars yeah there's no isn't he made what 60 supposedly before taxes before uh, uh, the mcgregor fight i mean the the mayweather fight there's no way wasn't he wasn't he supposed to get 100 mil for that mayweather fight that's what they say but he's not making but but like you said before tax right right right. i could i could look it up right now but um yeah there's no way he's not making 20 mil 
plus um plus um fucking pay per view points. You know what I'm saying? And I bet you <laughs> I bet you uh Khabib is probably getting fifty thousand. <laughs> getting some bullshit, two million or something. But you know, you beat the you beat the dude and that's how that's how you get your name, man. If he beats McGregor, I mean that's it. Yo, and I thought limit. and I thought McGregor was going down that John Jones path for a little while there. You know what I mean? Right. Like like he was looking rough. You know, he was in he was in jail. You know, Dana was gonna supposedly press charges, gonna sue him after that whole bus thing. But uh, you know, I guess money talks and bullshit walks, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> McGregor makes the UFC money. He's he's what I you know, he's the modern day Brock in terms of drawing power for the UFC. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and Brock is, you know, when when Dana was going through all that stuff with 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 uh with McGregor, he called he called Uncle Brock to come back to to help them out, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. So oh, I I never I never spoke to you technically uh voice to voice in person about right, the whole right. Lesnar DC thing. How would you feel about that whole show that the UFC put on that night? I thought I thought they needed it. I think the UFC has been this is its worst year ever as far as um pay-per-view and and ratings is concerned. Um the last yeah. Fox card which was actually really good, it got the worst ratings ever on on Fox. Maybe that's cuz they didn't promote cuz they're going to ESPN now. I'm sure when they go to ESPN it's going to be a whole different type of thing cuz ESPN is the biggest show, you know, it's ESPN. But um Yeah. I think it was needed, man. Um, you know, there's there's two guys that you could call. Well, there's three people in MMA that you could call and are going to bring the ratings. And it's unfortunately, Ronda, not unfortunately, but I'm not a fan. Ronda Rousey, um, fucking Conor McGregor and Brock Lesnar. They're the three biggest pe- stars the company has ever had. Um, and you call Brock. I mean, it's perfect timing. It's perfect timing. And I think it's the perfect opponent. Not not that it's an easy fight, but I think Daniel Cormier is the skill set, and he's the he talks a ton of shit. Um, there's a ton of background between them, you know. NCAA, they never wrestled in the NCAA's, and they were, you know, Cormier was a size was a weight class down, and you know, there's always yeah. that supposedly they've always had talks of who would have out wrestled who, but now we get to see, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a ton of wrestling in that fight. And honestly, man, Daniel Cormier is incredible. He's probably with with his win against Stipe, he's probably a top five MMA fighter of all time. He's probably on the Mount Rushmore. Um, I know he doesn't have a ton of fans, but you cannot deny the guy. Um, his only losses are to John Jones, and people who are Cormier fans are going to say, "Well, John Jones took this and that." So there's probably going to be an asterisk on the second loss for sure. But he's undeniable, man, and, and he's a small dude. But I, just, I think I think they took that second loss back. There's a no contest, right? So Yeah, I believe right, so. Right, right. So but um he's a monster, but I honestly think in this fight, size is gonna matter. Cause Brock Lesnar is just too damn big. And what Daniel Cormier is great at, so is Brock Lesnar. And Daniel Cormier, don't tell me the bullshit that Daniel Cormier is this elite striker. Like if it was Overeem, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like Overeem is at the time was just as big, just as juiced up, but he was a K1 champion kickboxer. So the the, yep. the the disparity in that level of striking was so different. Daniel Cormier's striking skill, first of all, he's gonna have to come in. Second of all, 
Brock Lesnar hit so damn hard that honestly I can see him Randy Couturing well, he doing the same thing he did to Randy to, to DC. I don't see the fight yeah. looking that different. Granted, Cormier is a little bigger than Randy. He's a much better wrestler. But I just think Brock is too damn big, and he's just as skilled at, at, at wrestling at, at Cormier. You know what I'm saying? If, if Cormier comes in and tries to punch this dude in the clinch, Brock Lesnar sent Heath Herring flying across the ring. Brock Lesnar knocked, <laughs> Brock Lesnar knocked out... Um, Frank Mir, a juiced as shit. I don't care what anybody says. Frank Mir was juiced and jacked in that fight. Beat the shit out of him. And Brock Lesnar survived a guy who hits probably twice as hard as Daniel Cormier. Just as big as right. Just as big as Brock Lesnar survived getting his ass kicked. And guess what? Finished with a submission. Brock Lesnar's the real deal, man. For those of you who are not familiar with the UFC, Brock Lesnar, he is a champion of the UFC. He was a champion after three fights, I think. A monster, legit wrestler, Division One national champion, and he's beating legit dudes. His first fight was against Frank freaking Mir, who he would have won if it wasn't for Mazagati. Then he smoked Herring. Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. Granted, the time off maybe be a little, but he, he always has time off. And not to mention, he ragdolled Mark Hunt. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't see this fight being being one-sided at all. I, honestly, if I had to bet, I would pick Brock, honestly. And for the and for those of y'all who are gonna say, oh, he he cheated against Mark Hunt. Let me let me refresh your memories here. Mark Hunt, Mister One Shot KO, Mister Walk Off Home Run KO, or whatever, had a whole round in the second where Brock didn't even wasn't able to take him down in that second round. Right. He had that whole round to to right. to, to, do to knock him out. Right. Didn't do nothing. Didn't do jack shit. Nothing. You know what I mean? And he did catch Brock maybe once or twice or whatever on and the that's chin. That's Mark Hunt, bro. And guess what? And, and, and Brock ate it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Brock has been finished fine by Cain Velasquez. But has Brock ever been technically – well, technically. But has he ever been knocked out? Like knocked on his ass by one punch and knocked out? No. No, no, no. no. Never. He's never been knocked out. You know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, I understand. DC, you know, no one – and. Don't get Izzy or I wrong in any way, shape, or form. We're not saying skill level Brock is a better fighter than Daniel Cormier. No, 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 no. Not at all. No one is, no one is saying that. What we're saying is, athletically speaking, Brock Lesnar is probably a better athlete I, than yeah, Daniel Cormier. Yeah, exactly. Let's not forget also, Brock Lesnar is just as tall as John Jones. Yep. Okay? His Brock l- Lesnar length, is six foot four. His reach. He has a... Yep. Big ass 81 inches. The dude is a human Goliath. He's a monster. You know what I mean? That one little shove that he did in the octagon threw DC across the ring. You know, with that one little push. It was a little push. (laughs) He went flying. You know what I mean? It's going to be interesting. The fight is going to happen. It's going to happen. Yep. And you know, DC's going to train with Kane. Let, tell me everything you did to him. Or, or, you know, Kane is a much DC better striker, helped. man. Yeah. Much Kane better is striker. a better, better striker than DC. Much so, better. <sighs> More dynamic. He kicks. He's And let's not forget, Brock took Kane down. The only pro- Kane would have probably still won, if, but Brock Lesnar's approach was horrendous. He came out. Flipping and he was like came out throwing flying knee. He came out guns blazing. He threw a flying knee. Right, <laughs> right, right. 
Maybe the outcome would have been different if Brock paced himself. Maybe not. Most likely not. But I highly doubt Brock Lesnar's coming out with a fucking flying knee against Daniel Cormier. You know what I'm saying? You only I hope, I hope not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think he saw Kane being the smaller guy. Oh, I'm just going to bully bum rush this dude. And he was mistaken. But even then, yeah. he still took him down, you know, I think twice maybe. I watched the fight twice. recently. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't I don't know, man. I, I'm looking forward to it, though. Um, but, yeah, if you want to segue, because I, I don't work nights and I don't have the same energy that you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, before we get into the actual UFC card real quick, mm-hmm. I'm going to just go into uh, my latest installment of Jay's Pay-Per-View Rewind real quick. And for those of you who don't know what that is, new listeners or whatever the case, I go through two uh pay-per-views from the attitude era from wwe and wcw we compare the two cards and we determine which card is better so i got those cards up as i speak uh and then from there we're gonna get into the ufc 227 card tomorrow night so the first card i got here is from wcw's bash at the beach 1998 um let's see where the match is boom 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 here we go um the first match on the card is a tag team match, and it is between, you know, four luchadors. There's a dark match. We got Damien666 and Ciclope, okay, <laughs> going up against Viano4 and 5. Not 1, 2, 3. <laughs> and that match lasted all of 7 minutes and 51 seconds, and it was won by the Vianos. Okay. Oh. Is, I don't know. Do you remember that time that Raven and Canyon broke Viano Force's neck? <laughs> yeah, 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 number four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Viano number four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's horrible, man. <laughs> that that was sick, man. That was sick. I think Raven had him in like a power bomb type position, and Canyon came down with a neck breaker, and they slipped, and they just broke his neck in the mm-hmm, middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Raven, first match on the actual pay per view. Raven with Scotty Riggs and Lodi defeated Saturn in a Raven's Rules match, 10 minutes and 40 seconds. We have Juventud Guerrero defeating Billy Kidman in 9 minutes and 55 seconds. Stevie Ray in a singles match defeated Chavo Guerrero Jr. by submission. Really? In 1 minute and 35 seconds? <laughs> and then Chavo wrestled a second time in a hair versus hair match. Losing to Uncle Eddie Guerrero, 11 minutes and 54 seconds. Um, Conan with Lex Luger and Kevin Nash, obviously, I guess, representing the NWO Wolfpack, mm-hmm. defeated Disco Inferno, who was with Alex Wright, in 2 minutes and 16 seconds. The Giant, Big Show, defeated NFL Hall of Famer Kevin Green. I hated when WCW did that. So uh, in a singles match in 7 minutes. Um... Rey Mysterio Jr. defeated Chris Jericho. Uh, It was for the WCW Cruiserweight title in a no-disqualification match in six minutes. Mm -hmm. That's kind of short. That's kind of short for those two, but whatever. Um, Booker T. defeated Bret the Hitman Hart by disqualification. It was a WCW TV title match, eight minutes and 28 seconds. Goldberg defeated Kurt Henning in a WCW world title match in three minutes. That's way too damn short, Um, but that's Goldberg. Um, Hollywood Hogan. And Dennis the Worm Rodman with the, the with the disciple fuff um, defeated disciple. Diamond Dallas Page and the Mailman Carl Malone in twenty three minutes and forty seven seconds. Wow! And so in this one pay per view in WCW, you had basketball players, you had football players. They were doing a lot. They were doing the most. 
how, how did that card sound to you? <laughs> it sounded fuff. Okay. Let's go see if WWF in your house fully loaded is any better. Um, wow. Fully loaded. Um, in, the first, wow. <laughs> in the first match, Val Venus defeated Je- Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett, who had Tennessee Lee, a.k.a. Colonel Robert Parker from WCW in his corner. Seven minutes, 45 seconds. D'Lo Brown with The Godfather defeated X-Pac, who had the late China in his corner. Um, Farouk and Two Cold Scorpio defeated Justin Hawk Bradshaw, JBL, and Terry Funk. What an interesting team. In six minutes and 49 seconds, Mark Henry squashed Vader in five minutes. Oh, boy. You can see why he left. Um, the Disciples of Apocalypse, Eight Ball and Skull, along with Paul Ellering, defeated LOD. 2000 in eight minutes and 50 seconds owen hart defeated ken shamrock in a dungeon match with dan severn as the referee um the dungeon match was uh Stu hart's basement in calgary they recorded that in the basement four minutes and 46 seconds that's kind of short um the rock defeated triple h in a time uh two out of three falls match for the wwic title that match was 30 minutes long um, we had Jacqueline defeated Sable by disqualification in a bikini contest. I don't know how a bikini contest, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker defeated Kane and Mankind in the main event, okay. WWE Tag Team Championship, 18 minutes and 8 seconds. 18 minutes, man. I hate that. So, <laughs> comparing the two, and it's interesting, both cards have tag team matches in the main event. Right. I mean, I so, guess just the nostalgia of Dennis Rodman and Carl Malone being there. You got to give him the dub. Give him the nod. Yeah. That was interesting. And, and not for nothing, Dennis Rodman was actually a decent NWO member. Mm-hmm. He was pretty good. His character as like a real heel outside, like in the NBA and, and all that other stuff, really, it really came through on the TV and in the, in the wrestling show, so. He looked the part. He looked like he would be in that group. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, yeah, you have Hogan and, and, and Rodman against DDP and Malone, which was probably hot shit back then. Then you have Taker and Austin against Kane and Foley. You have Rock and Triple H. Um, yeah, and I mean, if that Owen Hart-Shamrock match was a little bit longer, I'll give that some good praise, but it was only four minutes. Right. Then you had Rey Mysterio against Jericho. You had Eddie versus Chavo. Yeah, yeah, Raven against Saturn. Yeah, yeah. I give WCW the nod on that one. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Fully loaded was not, I guess, as full as I thought. That <laughs> <laughs> was partially loaded. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get into this UFC 227 card. Um. I mean, I saw the weigh-in, and I don't know most of those guys who are on the prelims. Um, yeah, I'm not I don't even, know. Uh, Yeah, This card is miserable, bro. I can't believe this is on pay-per-view, <laughs> to be honest. This shit is horrible. I mean, yeah, there's so, three fights that are, like, interesting. You know what I'm saying? And the rest of it is just, wow. It would have been much better if we would have got if we were able to see Gustafson and, and Volcan, but right, that, that fight nice. called off. Um, that would have made a big so difference, yeah. actually. 
I can only talk on I can only speak on three fights. I mean, I know yeah. I know uh, Tiago Santos. I'm familiar with him, but I don't know who the hell Kevin Holland is. I don't know who Paulina Viana is or JJ Aldrich, who sounds like a football player. Yep. I just know <laughs> I, I just know the, the the three the three main fights. Who's that? Who's that center in the NBA? Cole Aldrich. Cole Aldrich. <laughs> right, right. That could be his sister or something. You know what I'm saying? But. This is this is this is rough. This is what I'm talking about. The UFC needed Brock, man, and they definitely needed Connor, man. Oh uh, yeah. So I guess we could start with uh Cub Swanson and Renato Moricano. Uh Moricano is legit, definitely legit. His only loss is to uh Brian Ortega, which he lost by submission, I wanna say. Uh Brian Ortega oh, was what? I don't know. This uh, the UFC has him at twelve and zero. Do, nah, he lost to Ortega third round submission. I'm looking at that shit. Yeah, I'm looking at the website. Hmm. Um, I don't know why they have unless they did a typo. Because maybe he beat uh, I'm Jeremy on, Stevens. Uh, I'm on Google. It, it has him at twelve zero and one. I don't know if they turned some they probably one of those no contest. Uh, yeah, they probably didn't update that. Uh, he, but, does, uh, he beat Jeremy Stevens. Um, that's a Big win for him. Cub Swanson is Cub Swanson. I mean, he's a he's a in that weight class. He's a legend. Um, yeah, he's always going to be fun. He always brings it. I think his last fight, he well, he's zero two in his last two. He lost by submission to Brian Ortega. Everybody seems to be losing to Brian Ortega, um, and he lost to Frank Yeager <laughs> again. Um, if I had to pick, I'll go with the younger guy, man. I'll, I'll definitely go with Moicano. Uh, it's number five against number ten, two top ten ranked guys. So. Interesting. If Moicano wins, it could be, you know, title implications. He could be fighting for a number one contender spot, especially since Max Holloway is out for a while. Um, yeah. It's a big fight for Moicano for sure. And for Cub, it's to stay relevant, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Cub, I mean, what was I going to say about him? Uh, yeah, Cub Swanson, like you said, he's he's. He, I feel like he's been around forever. He was around for WEC. Oh. He was a part of that crew that came from WEC. Um, he, he's not that type of guy that even if he has three straight losses, we could see that contract getting shredded. I don't think because, like you said, he always brings it. He's entertaining. Yeah, no, nah, no way. He's 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 a staple at that division, man. That division is thin as it is, and he's entertaining as hell, man. Yeah. Now the the co-main event. Now should we just dismiss Cejudo, or do we think we're going to see a different Henry Cejudo tomorrow night? Oh man, um, I don't, I don't see it happening, man. I don't see it happening. He got starched. I mean, like a hot knife through butter in that first fight. Um, you know what is what's been different? You know who 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 did he beat? Um, he beat Wilson Hayes, somebody who smoked, who who got smoked by DJ as well. Like smoke, smoked real bad. And he beat Sergio Pettis, who who's looked better now. But at the time, you know, this was a year ago. Sergio Pettis is still a younger guy, and he beat him by decision. You know, so yeah, what has he done to to catch up with? You know, if John Jones is 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 not suspended, he's the number one guy. But right now, DJ DJ is undeniable, man. He's definitely undeniable. Um, I, I it's tough, man. DJ. I've only seen DJ struggle once with the – no, twice 
with the exception of his loss to Dominic Cruz. The first time he fought Ian McCall, it was a tough fight. Yeah. It went to, to, you know, it was a tough fight. It was a draw, actually. And then when he fought, surprisingly, Tim Elliott was, was a tough fight for DJ. But other than that, man, he's, he's perfect. And I don't think yeah. I don't think Henry's gonna be able to do anything that that to to close the gap. I, I think it's yeah, a stoppage. I, I, I can see, I a see submission. DJ not, I see DJ knocking him out again. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna it's either either TKO or submission for sure. Yeah, because the the thing is when they when they I saw the the countdown and uh, Demetrius was saying yeah Henry keeps saying he hasn't seen all of me because he didn't have a chance to see all of me. I took him out so quick. Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> that's true. So he was though. like, now, now he's going to see a lot of my skills, and you know, I, yeah, I, I believe the same thing. I feel for the guy because you know he went through that fire and all that craziness, but um, you know, he lost his freaking gold medal in the fire. That's horrible. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, I think the Olympics should hook him up with another one, but you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I see DJ going going right through him again and not for nothing man i know he's he's the man in his division he's cleared it out he's fighting the same guys uh, on a loop now he he should move up and i know he's not perfect in the weight class above him but if he's going to be pound for pound or whatever he should move up to the next class and and at least attempt to do the same thing he's doing in this one right joe rogan considers him the greatest fighter of all time if he's going to be even I, I there's no way for me because of level of competition. There's just no way his resume isn't strong enough. But um, if you're gonna even be considered close to that, you gotta fight TJ, man. If that's that's saying if TJ or even if Cody wins, I, I'd see both of them. I think it's an interesting yeah. fight either way. But you got him. I mean, his last fight at 135 was years ago. I mean, years, years, years against it was WEC. I, I think when he lost. No, no, no. To, he lost. He lost to Dominic in UFC. Was it? Okay. But regard, you know what I'm saying? It was, I mean, how long ago was that? Fucking. That was a long time ago. Yeah. 2011, bro. That's seven years ago. He's way better. He fought fought Dominic for for Dominic's belt. Okay. So 2011, that's seven years ago. He's lightning years better than what he used to be in 2011. I mean, he hasn't lost since. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you got to make that move, bro. You have to. For your legacy, you have to. Yeah, because it's like, come on. Like like in boxing, like let's say someone uh, from a few years ago. Let's say someone like Nonito Donaire. You remember Donaire, right? Yeah, chocolate. Let's no, say no, someone, yeah, yeah. someone like him who, who dominated his division at like 120, 117 pounds. <laughs> let's say that, that clown went undefeated, let's say, his whole career. Is he still going to be... Pound for pound, best ever. No, no they're still going to talk Muhammad Ali, Floyd Mayweather. Why? Because the younger guys don't get the respect that the bigger guys do because there's not enough competition down there. Is it their fault? No, but that's no. what it is. It's always been that way, man. This is it's just the way it is. Yeah. And, and to think back in the day, 155 was the lowest weight class that they ever had back in the day. Yeah, exactly. In, 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 in UFC. It was just, oh, you know, BJ Penn is probably pound for pound the best fighter in the world until he went to 170 and met GSP. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I think DJ, like you said, which which goes into the main event. Now, obviously in the first fight, uh, Cody had TJ messed up in the first round 
And some may say the bell helped save TJ, uh, TJ in that first fight. Yeah. But then in the second round, TJ knocked the hell out of Cody and knocked him out in the second round. Right. How do you see the rematch going? Uh, I got DJ by this uh, DJ TJ by decision. I think they're both going to be. You think it goes five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're both going to be tentative, like the first two or three rounds, because they both got hit. Especially Cody, he got he actually got knocked out. Um, I yeah. think TJ is going to use his wrestling, and I think you know he'll have a he'll, I, he'll either finish him late or or it'll go a decision. Okay. Yeah, I, knowing knowing Cody, he's such an arrogant asshole. He, um, <laughs> he really thinks it's think a fluke. Gonna, yeah, he's gonna. I think he's gonna try to rush him. Uh, I think, like you said, the first round or so he'll be tentative, but God forbid he gets a good shot off, he's just gonna rush TJ to death and try to get him. And I think he's gonna get caught again. I say TJ knocks him out again, but this time in the third. I take it. Yeah, I say TJ gets him. And at that point, if TJ wins, I say he should call out DJ. He has to. He has to. They got to make that fight happen. Because he called to. him out before, but DJ de- declined it. He declined. He wasn't with it, yeah. So, I mean, shit. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, just like you said, it's technically a two-fight card for the most part for tomorrow. Um, where I usually go out here in Florida, there's a spot like 10, 12 minutes from my house. I'll probably go there like around 11 <laughs> to see, you know, probably the cold main will be <laughs> right, on at exactly. that point. 11. Huh? Exactly. There's no point of waiting and doing all that shit. Nah, yeah, I'm not going to see all those other stuff. And the funny shit is with, with a card like this, who knows, we might actually get all finishes and all. <laughs> yeah, these are usually the cards that, that are bangers. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I agree. 100%. I, I'll go pretty much with everything you said. Uh, you know, DJ and TJ and and, and Otto Morikano. That's looking... Uh, like you said, I don't know who these girls are. Uh, Poliana was actually kind of cute at the mm-hmm. weigh-ins, but I don't know I don't know who mm-hmm. she is, though. Um, neither does... I don't know JJ. <laughs> no, I don't Just know for the hell of it, since I don't know who Kevin Holland is, I'm going to go with Tiago Santos, even though... What is that tattoo on his chest? Is it's that a, like Thor's hammer? It's a hammer, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that might be worse than Brock's tattoo. That I don't know. That was pretty be, good. That's pretty rough. That's pretty bad. <laughs> and the rest... And like you said, the rest of these guys, I uh, do not know at all. Even though... Wow, Betch... Oh, <laughs> Betch Cohea was going to fight on this card. She's a bum. That got canceled. Yeah, she got canceled. Derek, Derek Brunson was supposed to fight on this card. He got canceled. Um, yeah, and, and the most entertaining name for me is Kang Hyung Kong, whatever his name was. I, it, it made me laugh when Joe Rogan Kang. tried to pronounce it, and it just sounds crazy. His nickname crazy. is Mr. Perfect, though. Even yeah, though that is interesting. Even though I might he's just 13 go and 7, that. but, you know, whatever. Seven losses, so that is not right, perfect. Right, right. Not that perfect, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> All good. It's the it's the gimmick. <laughs> so <laughs> so before before we we jump off this thing, that was our uh, predictions for UFC 227. Um, I just got a question to ask you, bro. As a human being, mm-hmm. because not nowadays in, in in this world that we live in, where people get so easily uh, offended and easily hurt, it, they call it political correctness. I call it sissy bullshit. Uh, mm-hmm. But um. 
how, how do you feel about this? This just oh, and on a on a crazy serious note, did you hear about this uh, pedophile movement that's going on, bro? Uh, I can't. I, I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on, man. <laughs> It's like shit is out and, of control, and, and, man. And, cor- and correct me if I'm wrong, but but I didn't really read up on it. Like I just saw like some stuff here and there. Right. They're trying to get like rights, like if they're a sexual orientation, like lesbian or gay right. or right or right, or, right. Like or whatever the preference. Case. I, don't, I don't know. Like if it's a sexual preference, it's crazy. It's I really literally crazy. I saw a sign, like a like a logo, like a flag type shit or whatever. It was rainbow colored, so I guess they're going that same direction. And it said, "Pedophiles are people too. <laughs> love is love is love." And it showed yeah. like a silhouette of a grown man and a baby. Nah, I was like, bro. "Get the fuck out nah, of here!" Bro. Nah, no bro. way. The murder rate is gonna jump through the roof and <laughs> start fucking around bro. with that shit, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. There's but that's the, that, that's the that's the crazy time that we live in, that's bro. The climate, bro, is is crazy right now. It's like, and, and, and you know, I don't, I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're lesbian. Nah, whatever, I don't whatever, care about whatever, whatever, whatever floats. <laughs> pedophilia. Whatever man. you do in your own bed is whatever. But right. shit like that, Kids, nah, way, man. Babies, Me being man. a dad, you being a new dad, that that boils my blood, yeah, bro. Yeah, we're not doing that out here, man. <laughs> we just, it's outrageous to even think that people are letting this are okay with this shit. It's something else, man. That's like you saw that video of that drag queen in school. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with it. <laughs> I just, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, it's insane. I, I almost, I almost really can't stand the, the, the landscape, like the times that we're living in. Mm-hmm. I, I really, ugh, it's rough. It is. It's, crazy. it's rough. And on a, a lighter scale, Izzy, <laughs> have, have you known me ever to be a sexist person? <laughs> Nah, man, <laughs> not not at all. <laughs> not even close. Have, have have you ever heard a man call a man sexist before? <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, man. People are crazy, yo. I don't, I don't get it, yo. <laughs> bro, for, for <laughs> bro. Uh, it's just funny, man. The times that we're living in, it's just funny. Yeah, I mean, for the for the for everyone that's listening, I, I told Izzy beforehand what what he knows what I'm talking about. Um, I actually got kicked off and blocked from a wrestling Facebook page because I used a sexist term. And and for for those of you who want to know what term that was, that term was wedgie. Um, that's crazy. I was a part of this podcast page, which probably some of you will know, or a lot of you will know what, what group this is. And, and it's no, it's no, uh, nothing against uh, the show because I'm a fan of it. It's the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. I'm a fan of the show. Um, I'm a fan of, of Dan Black. I think he does a great job. He has a, a live show Saturday night after NXT in Brooklyn, and Dolph Ziggler is actually going to be a guest. Uh, of his and uh, he has some other guests that are uh, I guess will be surprise guests so he's doing good shit you know what I mean and I'm cool with with Nick uh, Nick Tulo who my boy uh, 
Steve from the S&D podcast uh, introduced me to. We're cool. We talk about wrestling a lot. Now, I'm on their Facebook page, and uh, uh, Nick posted a video of Sasha Banks and Charlotte during the Hell in the Cell match from, from about a year or two ago. And, um, and you know, I posted on it. I said, yeah, it's a good match. It also had the best wedgies of all time. Right. Um, <laughs> because for a lot of you that saw the match, y'all remember, Charlotte was picking Sasha Banks by her shorts throughout the whole match, and that shit was up her ass the whole match. She had a wedgie. Right, right, right. She had a good match with a wedgie, so she did a good job. Right. Um, so then I got a couple of people commenting on the post that it just it just made me laugh, man. Like it just made me laugh. One guy put a put a sad face emoji on my comments and commented, "Please stop," as if I was hurting children and animals, and <laughs> as if, if you were a pedophile. Or some shit. Oh yeah, yeah. God, you know, like if I was just you know scum of the earth. You know, what I mean, I was just putting people through pain right, with my right, comment. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, angels lost their wings because right. I said wedgie. Right. You know what I mean? So, and then another guy who is uh, an admin on the page, um, <laughs> he he had, and he has his own podcast. His name is Newman. Uh, I'm going to just call him <laughs> Newman. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, I've never heard this guy before, so uh, I didn't know he was an admin, so obviously he's a big deal because he's an admin on a Facebook page. But, um, you know, he, he came out and was like, oh, you know, this type of shit is not, you know, shouldn't be a part of this page, you know, this whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I responded. I was like, listen, you know, I, I've been a fan of wrestling for over for, for 30 years plus. You know, it was a joke. It's not that serious. Calm down. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, I was called sexist by another man. Yeah, that's over Sasha Over Sasha Banks's shorts. That's, <laughs> that's wild. That's inappropriate. Over a pro wrestling match, I was called sexist, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a sexist. And on that note. <laughs> now, now I asked a bunch of women and, and, and a bunch of like older people and, and, and people my age and younger and stuff. And I asked them, is, is wedgie a sexist term? And it was a unanimous no. So, so uh, Izzy, I ask you now in front of the, the listening audience that will eventually listen to this mm-hmm. is 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 wedgie a sexist term? I'm not a, I'm not triggered or offended. I, I'm good. I'm good with it. So you're not mad or hurt that I said <laughs> no, Sasha no, Banks had a wedgie? No, not at all. I'm I'm all good. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't pierce your soul. <laughs> no, it doesn't hurt your heart you to, or make you no. want to weep in a corner. I'm all good because brother. I said Sasha Banks had a wedgie. I'm all good. That's outrageous. <laughs> so you don't consider me an evil sexist? No, not not in the least. A a boneheaded because the, these were the words. You can keep your sexist boneheaded jokes. On your own lame ass podcast. That's what what was told to me. Yeah, I hate people like that, man. And you know what, Newman? Newman. I am going to say it on my fucking lame ass podcast. Fucking wedgie. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, bro. I don't know. And and I guess this is the joke because you know he's the admin he's the admin for the comedians of wrestling right 
obviously, he obviously doesn't have a sense of humor. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess that's the joke. Joke on me, huh? Shit. <laughs> and like I said, it's not a knock on the main guys of the show. No, no. It's not a knock on the show. It's just this one guy who's an admin on a Facebook page and decided to swing his dick around and want to freaking... Oh, right. look at me. Look at the power I have. You're not on the page no more. Right. Fuck you. You <laughs> sexist. I don't, I don't need to be on a Facebook page. I'm on enough of them. I don't need to be on another one. No. I can still listen to the show. You know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like I said, the main guys are doing good shit. Now, whoever actually pays to listen to this fool, God bless you. God bless. Because <laughs> if, if he's any, if, if everybody else is anything like that guy. <laughs> Good riddance. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything to do with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, whatever. No hard feelings there, Newman. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? And I hope your heart has been healed by now. Right, right. So, apparently, Sasha Banks pays his bills. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, or he's he, he's in some sort of fake love with a character known as Sasha Banks. <laughs> but whatever. Now that that's over with, like I said, this PC world we live in is 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 for the birds, man. I wish we can, in our own bodies that we're in now, in our age, if we can fast forward 20 years to where everybody wasn't so bitchy, life would be probably much better. Yep, definitely. Yeah, man. With that being said, with all that out in the open, <laughs> this was episode 33. <laughs> of the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast brought to you by the good and not so PC folks over at the S&D Podcast channel Um, you can catch us on iTunes, SoundCloud Google Play, Stitcher Radio or wherever you get uh, non-stick up the ass podcast people from Um, uh, Is uh, you still doing your your famous friends I just got to Get all the the equipment and shit, and we'll be up and running soon. Cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and uh, you want to plug any social media, anything? No, nah, nothing crazy right now. Uh, just everything's pretty chill. Famous underscore among underscore friends. That's on Instagram. That's it. Cool, cool. Sounds good. So once again, that was episode thirty-three. Everyone enjoy UFC two twenty-seven. Whoever's watching the fights. Yeah. Um, Summer Slam's coming up. Things are looking up. And I'm looking to go down. Whoa. Not like that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Too sleep. <Yeah>. Too sleep. <laughs> so, Izzy, thanks again for coming on. No doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, catch y'all next time. Peace. That was interesting. Turn it up.